Hello, welcome to Sports Talk PDX. You can reach us on Twitter at Sports Talk PDX. I'm here as usual with the illustrious Tony. Hey, how's it going? That's hi from Tony. So this week we're going to talk a little bit about uh, NBA, NFL, you know, the usual uh, shit smorgasbord we bring to you every week. Um, this week we have a few things we want to address. Uh, Tony, go ahead and start us off with something you would like to uh, to run by everybody. So as I mentioned last week, I'm a Redskins fan. Uh, they just picked up Vernon Davis on a one-year contract uh, to run those two tight end offense mm. sets. Yeah, that sounds good. And I, I believe they got him on a pretty good deal, too. Yeah, well, I mean, what are they? They got him on a one year, you said, yeah. right? So, yeah, I mean, Davis going to them, uh, big pickup for them, mm-hmm. especially with having um, who's the kid they have over there? The Gator Jordan kid? Reed. Yeah, Jordan Reed. Um, they have Reed over there already doing great work in the tight end slot. So, hopefully, adding him will uh, help a little bit and get a little bit more veteran experience yeah. uh, in the roster there. Kind of work that in a little bit and see how things go. Mm-hmm. So, good thing for the Redskins. Hopefully, they'll uh, pan out, especially with Cousins being at the gun this year. Maybe they'll get a few more of those kind of plays worked in. Yeah, yeah. So, that's good. Um, what do I have to talk about? Um, we could talk about how the Patriots have abandoned Mr. LaFell. So, Brandon LaFell, not last year, but the year before, gold. If you had him mm-hmm. for fantasy, did really well. Um, this last year, injury. um, it's Brandon LaFell, too, so it's kind of yeah. – he's not – he's no spring chicken. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think the Patriots feel like they've done well enough with, A, adding a huge tight end to their roster this year, and then um, just no need for LaFell when they mm-hmm. have people like Edelman. And they have a good receiving core over there. I think they feel confident. So LaFell left, uh, but Cincinnati, the Bengals, went after him, and they got him. Okay. So he has an agreement with the Bengals. I don't know if contract's been signed or not, but regardless, uh, sounds at least a verbal. Promising. Yeah, at least a verbal. So well, with the Patriots too, they're more of the, you know, get better through the draft. Anyways, they they're not big on those free agents. Yep. They're not going to sign a guy. You know, rarely do they sign a guy for big big money. Yeah. You know, I mean, Darrell Revis is probably the last big guy guy they signed on a big free agent contract. Yeah, I thought when they signed Revis too. That that was a little bit, I, I guess I'll say, uh, they kind of threw caution to the wind on that pickup mm-hmm. because he was demanding a pretty high contract. Yeah, well, you know, but they got a ring while he was there. Yeah. So, but Revis probably one of the better, and everybody says this, but it's true, one of the better businessmen in the NFL as far oh, yeah. as from a player standpoint. So, yeah, and for for con- for getting contracts. Yeah. And- so if you're listening and you're an NFL pro, hire his agent. <laughs> Hire that guy's agent because he will apparently make you some cash. Yes. So, anyway, what else is new? Uh, so going going real local here, Winterhawks uh, just got knocked out of the playoffs. Unfortunately, uh, got swept by Everett. Yep. Um, and apparently, they also today have parted ways with their coach for the last two years. Um, apparently, they weren't real thrilled with uh, the job he was doing. I'm speculating here on that. Right. Uh, you know, so they. Apparently, it sound like what I heard. It sounds like they parted ways, so they didn't straight up fire him. But it was probably, you know, hey, yeah, y- you're not doing what we want, what we're paying you to do. So, uh, see ya. Yeah, and at PDX Winterhawks uh, on Twitter, if you want to follow them, they're at PDX Winterhawks. 
tweeted, thank you Hawks fans for a great season. We appreciate your support and can't wait to see you again in 2016, 2017. So they're looking forward. They're looking ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're making the moves that they think that they need to make in order to be successful in the future. And hopefully that ends up being the case going forward. So um, what can I talk to you about? Oh, I know something that we could talk about. Okay. Uh, Mr. Brandon Marshall. Oh. Uh, from the Jets now. Mm-hmm. Um, formerly of the Bears. Yep. Was nominated for a sports Emmy. Now, this is unusual. And the reason why, he was nominated for an Emmy Outstanding Sports Personality slash Studio Analyst. Wait, what? Yeah, right. The rarity for a current player. So it's not something that has normally happened for someone that's actually still playing ball. But regardless, what was he? What was he studio analyzing? I mean, I, I don't know for sure. Okay, um, I'm just reading. Um, you know, this is something. Some uh, information that I got on on uh, Ian Rappaport's at Rap Sheet. If you want to follow oh, him okay. on Twitter, yeah. And he had mentioned that uh, Brandon Marshall was nominated for a sports Emmy, which I found kind of striking and odd. And I was like, Yeah, wait a minute. You know, for a minute it took me it took me a minute because I was thinking, Oh yeah, Brandon Marshall. Yeah, he's. Oh, wait a minute. He just killed it in fantasy last year. Yeah. Like, he's still playing. But, yeah. So, that's still the same, yeah. you know, going forward. So, um, something that I can throw out there. And this this is actually par for the course, but we're going to talk about it anyway. This is an NBA-related topic. Okay. DeMarcus Cousins was suspended one game for receiving his 16th technical foul last night. Oh, the old uh, my, uh, Rasheed Wallace rule. Yeah. So, the league announced that um, going forward, which doesn't surprise me at all. This is a guy. Did he slap or punch a report? at one point or he's done all kinds of crazy shit yeah. i mean like he's gotten it in with teammates other players on other teams coaches yeah i mean the kid the kids like you know crazy ass you know kind of like rasheed wallace was back in the day yep yeah if i could compare him to anybody that i've known in the past that would behave that way it would be sheeter yeah so good comparison there but yeah um another thing this is nfl related um, and this has to do with the New Orleans Saints. Okay. Uh, for you Saints fans out there, um, I know that we mentioned. I might have mentioned this during NFL free agency when it was really hot that that first day of free agency, or maybe first weekend. Maybe that first week or weekend. Yeah, that um, they were talking with Tim Hightower about a new contract. Okay. And apparently, there's still nothing was ever ironed out with that. But uh, less than a day ago, um, he was in talks with New Orleans for a new contract. So they're still okay. looking to plug that hole. Okay. Um, and there's bleeding everywhere, I've noticed, as far as like running backs are concerned right now. I know Miami still needs to find a way to fi- figure out what they're going to well, do with apparently that. I-, I heard they picked up Isaiah Peed. Isaiah Peed! Isaiah Peed! <laughs> <laughs> so if any of you fantasy uh, folks out there are uh, interested in the running back, Isaiah Peed. Yes. Anyway, so that's something else. You know, what else you got? Um, well, let's go back to Blazers last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, got out a good gutsy win uh, against the uh, the rising Cle- uh, Celtics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know they they were down and up and down and up all night, and they finally, you know, uh, they finally closed it out yeah. at the end of the game. Yeah. Uh, Aminu had a hell of a game, which is good for the Blazers because they've they've historically this season struggled closing out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's definitely a good move on on their part, being able to actually come together and do that. Yeah. But what you're saying, and you're mentioning Aminu mm-hmm. at one point earlier, and huge game last night, which is great. Um, 
we just need that to happen more often. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it, well, just, it needs to click. And it was, it, you know, Dame had a uh, very quiet game. Uh, looks like he might have been hurt towards the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, we might end up actually see. I know he just said recently he's not going to rest, but he may end up having right. to rest a game just to, you know, yeah. get healthy. And I think it's a smart move. I mean, yeah. coming in, we, we know that playoffs are coming. Mm-hmm. Um, We've I, got, what, like seven games left? Yeah, I mean, I just don't see that we're not going to be there. Yeah. So, you know, it may be smarter to do that. I mean, I, I get the whole wanting to charge into the the opposing army, you know, and lead your guys into the, the yeah. fray. But there does come a point. I mean, when you when you think about in terms of how the Spurs manage their personnel. Yeah, well. And Popovich is probably the king of benching people when they aren't necessarily even needed to be benched. But he keeps them fresh. Yes. And I think that's key. Well, when you, when you look at his sheet, sometimes, you know, it'll say did not play old next to it. So, I mean, right. that tells you <laughs> that what Pop is all about. He's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> You're he old, sit down. He definitely doesn't keep detailed notes. <laughs> no. I don't think they're needed. He also, but he also doesn't, you know, pull punches. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You're old, sit your ass down. Yeah, he's definitely not uh, keeping anything in the, in the shadows, for sure, when it comes to that. NFL-related. Um, Chiefs signed running back Spencer Ware and Charkandrick West. Oh, both to back to their back back to they went back. Well, you know, there was talk that that some of well, I don't remember if it was West or if it was where or maybe even both. But they were actually talking to other teams um, or other teams were talking to them. I'm not sure how that whole conversation went. Try to get one or the other, you know, on board. But apparently the Chiefs went hard at them, gave them both two year extensions. Okay, so they're still going to have a backfield, you know. I, I haven't heard anything as far as, like, Jamal Charles's whole situation with his health or anything mm-hmm. like that. So I'm assuming that overcoming injuries and everything like that, barring any type of setbacks, uh, we'll have, they'll, they'll still have Charles as well. So I'm a big fan of Spencer Ware. Watched him play for LSU back in the day. We both yeah. did. Um, the kid's going to be phenomenal one day. I, I want to talk about him being – I want to kind of compare him a little bit. Thomas Rawls for the Seahawks is one of my favorite players to watch. Uh, Goddamn bowling ball. I don't know if anybody has watched Seahawks games in the last year, but the kid's phenomenal. Um, I think Ware can be one of those running backs, a situational running back nonetheless, but Mm -hmm. I think it's a good keep for them. And I think West is a good keep for them as well. Um, So keeping both of those guys on and signing them to two years shows a little bit of what confidence the Chiefs have in them as far as – and they're, they're both pretty young guys. Yeah, you know? well, and that gives you three solid running backs. Yeah, it does. I mean, you got Jamal, Turkandrick, and, you know, Ware. It's yeah. not like you're you're going to be hurting. If, if one guy goes down, you've yeah. got the two others there yeah. to really run that load. And so one I mean, of the that's better, really nice. One of the better backfields, basically like the holy trinity of backfields <laughs> right there. I mean, there are, are, are teams that – Probably do have some some better setups there, but I think that for the Chiefs is a pretty good good go because yeah. of the fact that I mean you have um, who's the quarterback for the Chiefs the the kid that plays Smith. for San Francisco Alex yeah Smith. Alex Smith so you have Alex Smith at the helm um, you know Alex Smith in my opinion not the best distance quarterback in the league by far I think that he's developed a lot and he's got to a point where I almost. And I don't know until we see how next season goes. Yeah. But he sort of feels ceiling-ish. Like, he's almost reached his ceiling. Yeah, he's kind of that field general guy, not so much the, you know, he's not the Aaron Rodgers threat, the, you know, that yeah. kind of player. He's he's the, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to march out my team, and I'm going I'm to keep them on pace right. through, you know, and I'm going to make, you know, plays 
small plays. I'm not going to be throwing, you know, 80-yard bombs down the field. So. Yeah, right. And you, you don't see that type of play from them anyway. I mean, yeah. hell, it was the – was it the first year he played for the Chiefs? I think two seasons ago where they didn't even make a pass to a receiver for a touchdown during yeah. the season at all. Yeah. So it's no surprise. But, I mean, when you have a running game like they've established this year with keeping West and keeping um, Jamal Charles healthy and keeping Ware on board, I really don't feel like that backfield is going to do any worse than they did you know, last season. And they did yeah. a hell of a job. So yeah. I think it's probably going to just continue for them. And trying to get someone else on board and having to pay price tags for people when you have that already yeah. doesn't really seem like it'd be a smart move. So, yeah, yeah. So I don't blame them at all for keeping that. Well, yeah, and they probably got a decent deal on on giving them the extensions. You know, they probably got a better deal out of it than uh, oh, yeah. than they would have trying to get a free agent. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, anything else uh, NBA related you want to talk about? Um, not really, right off the top of my head. Um, other than like the Rockets just being terrible as always, well, which I'm yeah. always happy about. Yeah, and uh, apparently the Lakers won last night or a couple nights ago. Beat um, who was that? Uh, what was it? Memphis, I think, or something. Where they beat a team that they shouldn't have been beaten. Yeah, but when you talk about Lakers right now, there's another little story that that's humming in, in on the internet about the Lakers and yeah. that I'm seeing on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I don't know if you do. You, are you following this at all? Uh, like I this? heard a little something about it. I think there's, first of all, this is going to be a Hallmark movie, or it'll be like a reality show. <laughs> it'll be a 30 show. for 30 yeah, in 10 years. <laughs> I like to think of a world where like they, you know, they both live in an apartment together and they have to still deal with each other every day. But it was uh, Nick, um, Nick Young, Nick and, Young and D'Angelo Russell. Yes, yes. Russell. Apparently, uh, Nick Young is a piece of shit human being. First of all, let's start there. I mean, cheating on on his wife or fiance or whatever all but right. uh d'angelo russell filming it like you, you don't fucking do that kind yeah. of stuff but i mean people are bagging on russell for doing it it's like why aren't people bag bagging on young for you know fucking some random hooker or whatever right or chick right. or whatever it was at a party hey and the thing that i heard too about that was that it wasn't necessarily just um the populace at large that was bagging on it was the laker locker room has also kind of just shunned him. Well, and I get that part of it. It's it's you know the it's the you know you're you're supposed to be these are your brothers basically. You're supposed to always have each other's backs and stuff. I get I get where they're coming from, but it's like what really shocks me is the populace at large. You yeah. know, like people are are yeah. just blown up at, at D'Angelo Russell right. for recording this, and that's a shitty thing to do. Right, but. I mean, nobody seems to care that Nick Young was, you know, cheating on his girlfriend right, or yeah. fiance or wife or yeah. whatever the fuck she is right now. It is a pretty shitty thing to do, but you also have to think. And I'm, I'm just let me play devil's advocate for All a right. moment. But let's think about who's in that locker room. Number one, <laughs> Kobe Bryant, rapist. Probably not a good place to start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably. There's not a, a good reason place why he went from number seven to twenty-four. Remember? Yeah, and well, they'll be rid of him after this year anyway. No, apparently, he, you know, he, oh. he's going to go the way of the buffalo. Fucking hate so. Kobe. Well, you know, you either love him or you hate him. I think he's that's he's one of those people. But yeah. he is a Laker, so by default, I hate you, Kobe. <laughs> yeah. no I'm required to hate no, you. No offense. I'm talking about, you know, sports related. I'm sure you're a wonderful person. <laughs> anyway, just saying. So there's that happening, too, which I thought was a, an interesting Laker bit of news. Yeah. So anything else? Uh, no. What do you got? Hmm. Well... What else can we talk about? I guess maybe March Madness is happening right now. Yeah, we got the Final Four here coming up tomorrow. 
Uh, we got Villanova and Oklahoma, both two seeds. And then we've got North Carolina and Syracuse, a 1 and a 10. Syracuse yes. is the first time a 10 seed's made it all the way to the Final Four. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people discounted Syracuse being anywhere, much less ranked at all, or able to take part in the tournament. So Yeah, that was a big, uh, a big kerfuffle at the beginning of the uh, selection committee deal, was uh, Syracuse even being included in the tournament, and now they're in the Final Four. So Yeah. So, good on them. Way to go. Uh, what are they? The Orange Syracuse yes. Orange. So, way to go for them. Yeah. Um, so, I'm looking forward to, and I'm going to jump on my soapbox here just for a while. <laughs> um, because I want to talk about, and I'm a Seahawks fan. Everybody, uh, if you've been listening to us, probably know that by now. I'm really looking forward to the Seahawks next season. I'm interested to see what type of schemes we're running you know we're Mm -hmm. gonna have Rawls involved obviously Lynch is gone now so but Rawls I mean after watching last season after he took over when Lynch was hurt I guess Mm -hmm. if that's what you want to call I'm not real sure what was going on there but regardless I'm really excited to see him take off this year yeah because this is a guy that says and I quote I don't run out of bounds (laughs) so when you say that you're really putting the opponent on notice, I, I feel like. <laughs> well, and he runs into damn people like like right. they're bowling pins. <laughs> he's he's trying to run into them, though. Right. It's like... <laughs> Which brings me to, and this is kind of off topic, but it's something I was thinking about the other day. So I was thinking about, you know how we have all these sports movies, these great mm-hmm. sports movies, and then you have um, these movies that are like... Um, Kingpin that are kind of like goofy, but it, you know, it's yeah. about bowling. So or Slapshot, or, right, right, yeah, yeah. So or you know, Goon, all those movies. So I was thinking about um, a movie. Okay, check it out. This right. what I've done is I've taken a ridiculous idea and I've married it to real life experience. So I thought about okay, it's a it's a movie that I've created, but it's a bowling movie. Okay, <laughs> but the the you're a prof- he's a professional bowler. Like right. the main guy's a professional bowler. But he takes steroids. <laughs> like how? How? You know, obviously, that's probably against. The, is that against the rules of bowling? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Like don't the know. professional bowlers, if they're not allowed to take steroids. I don't know. Just something I was kind of thinking about. I thought it'd be kind of a funny. It's a. It's kind of a funny premise for a movie. So you're a. Prof- he's a professional bowler. He's going up through the ranks. You know, he's he's popping the needle on his ass and you know getting juiced up and shit. You know, it's happening. Uh, he's getting famous, as famous as like pro bowlers get, I guess. But like, then it's like discovered that he, oh, he took steroids, like Lance Armstrong type thing. That this is where the reality sets in. So it's kind of like, then what? Do they take his trophies back? Like, how does that work in the world of bowling? I wonder. I've never, I've never really thought about it. But like, would they take his championships back and like, you know, take it'd be like, you know, Reggie Bush gets the Heisman yank from him. It'd be, but yeah. this guy's pro, so it'd be like, you know. Pro bowler gets a trophy yank. I don't know. It was just something funny I was kind of thinking about the other day. I don't okay. know much about bowling or anything, but anyway, kind yeah. of a funny premise. So. The only thing I know about bowling is drinking beer and throwing balls mm. at, a, at some pins. Well, that's the fun part of it. Yeah. I mean, you still got to do that. You just do it on steroids. Oh, okay. How does that affect your drinking, by the way? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know anybody that's taken steroids, and I don't know if it, like... Get you drunker faster. Or... I used to know a guy. I think he did steroids, but and I don't know for sure. But I think I'm pretty sure he did. But like 
man, his head got red like a cherry. <laughs> like when he would start, he would he would do a couple shots or whatever, and then he was just going, you know, full full stop sign like <laughs> his head it was crazy anyway not that that's i mean that's sort of sports related but just kind of one of my ideas so if anybody's listening you know reach us at sports talk pdx and let me know um if you're you know writing scripts or some shit and we'll get together you know what i mean so have you thought of any kind of funny like sports movies or any type of uh w- what would be if you had to make a sports movie let's say now okay do, do you have an idea of and think of the current topics Mm-hmm. Think of maybe even like the past couple of years. Would you have any idea of like a good sports movie that could be made? Oh, I don't know. Um, I'm really not sure. I, I got. I just thought of another oh, okay. one. Okay. All right. So lay it on me. Same premise. Okay. All right. Some guys taking steroids, but it's horse racing. It's horse racing, but the jockey takes steroids. <laughs> so not the not horse. the horse. So it's just this buff ass like short dude. Like, Doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose? Well, the fucking they crop, wanna... and he's just whacking this fucking. But he can do it faster because he's on steroids <laughs> and shit. So does he win? He probably wins more races and shit that way. I wonder if that would be a thing. Like, if but that... that seems to defeat the purpose because the jockeys want to be as light as possible. Like steroids, you're going to be putting on a lot of muscle Dude, mass. Strength, the strength would overcome and persevere. <laughs> in the end. Like if you if you beat that horse fast enough, I feel like you know it would be <laughs> beneficial to you somehow. So would you be disqualified? Would they DQ a jockey? Well, you know a little yeah, bit about Yeah, they that. would. They would, They would probably disqualify a jockey. Uh, I think that they do have some like performance-enhancing like stuff they're not supposed they're not to supposed do. They're not supposed to do it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't so, know. It's just, I mean, it's it's crazy. Like, f- fucking horse racing. I mean, it's so weird. It's like the rules are just asinine half the time. Yeah. I mean, like, maybe, like, I don't know. You know, the times were different at the time. Mm-hmm. You know when this happened, but like Secretariat, how do we know that wasn't happening? Maybe the jockey was on Sarah. Like, were they? Do you think they checked him back in the day? Like, they probably probably did. I don't know. But the horses all look like they're on fucking steroids to begin with, anyway. Well, the, you ever I mean, they're like a thoroughbred. Well, they're 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 pure muscle animals. I mean, that's all they are is all muscles. So. so you sprinkle a little magic on there. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, you could you're really gonna you know. What if it was both? Like, the, you'd have the horse now that's on steroids, and you have the jockey that's on steroids. Clearly, there's a benefit, and clearly you have the advantage on your opponent, I, I think. On the field, right? That's what we, what we call it in, in the thoroughbred industry, right? <laughs> so you'd, you'd have you know, the advantage. I don't know. Just something I was thinking about. Weird shit I think about. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so... Um, anyway, uh, sorry, I stole your thunder there, but did you, what, what movie, what do you have? I, I got movie? nothing. I got nothing. You got I'm, no movies? No. You gotta have some ideas, some shit. Do, would, do you think that like hockey players would have a benefit to taking steroids? Has that been a thing in the past? I don't really Pro- know. Don't probably the Russians. Anymore. Probably the Russians back in the, like the, the old days of, uh, whoa, whoa. you know, from like the miracle. Why, before. why is it the Russians? Cause they're always, you know, they're, they're dirty. Wow, I mean, you're really segregating. Uh, really well, segregating. Well, it was the USSR. Race. They they want they would win they would win it at any cost. I'm sure that they I wouldn't be shocked if hockey players back then were. So you're talking Cold War years. Like, yes, yes. I'm a, talking like like you know the movie Miracle. Like so back in back in those days. Right. So it's when some of the those USSR good, won every single Olympics. It's that good fucking Cold War steroids. Yes. Shit. yes. You know it's probably cold going in. You can feel it like surging in your veins. It's like ice. Kind of like a uh, Drago and uh, what is it, Rocky Four. 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't really know. Like, what about? Well, I mean, we could talk all day about Germany and the Olympics and things like that. But, um, you know, you know what I'm talking about, German ladies. I'm just saying, <laughs> you have a history. But, uh, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, hockey. Like, would what would you do? Like, could you do a slap shot from across the rink? Like, you just take well, a fucker I, out. I or? think. Yeah, I think. I think you would. You'd be able to skate faster, hit harder on yeah. on the boards. Uh, you you'd probably be stronger at like your your wrist shots, your slap shots, that kind of stuff. Fuck what I said. Scratch it. Let's pretend like you're a hockey player, but you're not doing steroids. Instead, you're just doing like peds. So now it's like you're it's you're, you're it's, talking it's, like the HGH type stuff. Yeah, I'm talking about like uh, well, more, yeah, more like well, more like attention deficit disorder medication peds. <laughs> oh, okay. So they're all peds. So I Ritalin. Guess, but, yeah, like you're doing Ritalin, but you're a hockey player. Like, you can super focus on the net or some shit. Like, you're never, like, you know, I don't know. What the you're, fuck the goal, you, you're the goalie and you take, you take Ritalin oh, before dude, the game. You can just catch a fucking puck no matter what. Like, yes. no one's getting by you. There's no five hole. Like, you're, no. you've got that shit covered constantly. I don't know. Just, just kind of, you know, there's different shit. But, like, or if you were in horse racing and you, you did, like, Ritalin. Like, you're super focused on the field. Like, I don't know. Football players get get bounced around all all kinds of conversations like that, but I don't know. I just think it would be different if you applied that type of shit to some weird ass sport, like yeah. like that type of shit would pay off big in in bowling. So maybe I change my story. Maybe we fuck this all, whole thing. I'm fucking wadding it up. I'm just gonna throw it in the trash. All right. Yeah. It's just shit that came out of my mouth. Forget it. Now you're a bowler and you're you're on Ritalin. <laughs> that's that's your advantage is you have like hyper your hyper ritalin guy so you're never like it's all strikes no matter what you're super fucking focused no one like yell there's like that's the other thing about bowling too it's kind of weird like and golf too like there's no heckling like you have to be quiet yeah 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 uh, you have to be quiet as a, as a crowd which member. is fucking no fun for any fan by no. the way which, no, because you go to you go to a basketball game. What's the fun thing to do? Yeah. Yell at the refs. Yell yeah. at the other opposing team. Yeah, you gotta heckle. You, know, you gotta if heckle. you're sitting four rows behind the the uh, opposing bench at a at a basketball game, it's fun to yell. You know, if you're 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 at a game against Sacramento, you're gonna yell at Boogie Cousins. Yeah. You know, yell at him for fucking sitting there. Just like that lady a couple of weeks ago was like sitting on the sideline at one of the Cavs games and yelled at. Uh, LeBron James. Yes. And he was like, Who's, you know, gave her the look like, what are you talking, you know? Yeah. Some 65-year-old lady was heckling LeBron. That's awesome. By the way, you mentioned something about the Cavs earlier. Yeah. About, about them uh, kind of, there's some issues Apparently there's going some on. drama going on. Yeah. Um, with, first of all, LeBron apparently unfollowed the Cavs Twitter and I heard about feed. that. I'm like, what? And I'm like, people are making a huge deal about this. I'm like, well, if I played for the Cavs, I wouldn't fucking follow them either. That's right. the fucking tire fire of a franchise. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, as far as your win loss record, they're looking pretty good. Like they're they're going to the playoffs. You know? What yeah, I mean? but I don't care if they make it to the finals or not. It's 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 a two team race right now. It's the cat yeah. or it's the uh, the Spurs and the Warriors. Yeah. And whoever wins there, they might as well just hand the trophy to them. Well, I think your other wild card in there is probably the Thunder as well. Who I, I don't think that they could go against those two teams in a, in a seven-game series. Whichever one they yeah. – they would end up playing uh, probably the Spurs. I don't think they could make it. Yeah. I mean, there, there's definitely a little bit of – and you got to think in terms of like – and I know it's weird, but the Spurs have that – 
old man strength. Yeah. You know, as far as like NBA teams go. So it's like you're always kind of scared of the Spurs right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. With Pop at the helm and like Tony every, Parker. Even though they are a little aged, I guess, it's like he keeps them fresh enough to make them always a threat. And mm-hmm. they always seem to kind of capitalize on that. Well, I mean, with the exception of a few younger guys. I mean, you do have younger guys sprinkled in there too, like Kawhi Leonard, who's mm-hmm. one of my f- favorite like players in the in the NBA yeah. right now. So, I yeah. mean, you do have those kind of guys that kind of help that along. But I'm just saying, he does tend to rest the Parkers and the Duncans yeah. and the Ginobili. Like, he keeps everybody kind of fresh. Yeah. Does a really good job at managing his personnel and they they and managing their minutes. Too. Yeah, and managing their minutes while they are playing. So it's like they they are sort of terrifying when it comes to thinking of, well, is it going to be a Spurs and Warriors type of day? Mm-hmm. Um, we may come to that. I don't really know, but regardless of that, it's hard to think of. Well, yeah, if it's going to be that many games in a row, who's going to persevere and overcome that? Because yeah. that that in itself is sort of a hurdle that each one of those teams would have to overcome. And I yes. don't know if Golden if Golden State could do that. I feel like Golden State could overcome that just because we're dealing with youth versus some knowledge and, you know, strength and that like yeah. I said, that old man strength type type <laughs> team. Um but it, it could be you're whittling away one team against the other the whole time with both of those types of principles working against each other constantly. So it would be interesting to see how that all works out, but yeah. I'd take Golden State this year. That's just me. Yeah, I, I probably would too, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Spurs knock them out and end up in the finals either. I mean, it, right. it's one of those, it's like, yeah, I, I expect the Warriors, but it wouldn't shock me. Right, you know? right. So anyway, yeah, I mean, there's some weird dynamics going on there. And there's also some uh, random chaos theory in there too that could kind of upset the whole balance of the way mm-hmm. things are going towards the end of the season right now yeah. especially so we'll kind of see how that pans out but anyway if uh everybody that's listening enjoyed the bullshit that was coming out of our mouths today <laughs> you can always reach out to us at sports talk pdx on twitter or you can reach us sports talk pdx at gmail.com thanks for listening and have a wonderful rest of your day peace